Greetings, my friend. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. And welcome to episode 268 of the AFTN podcast. I have never scored an own goal. I am Joe DC. Across from me is a man who has witnessed me scoring an own goal. Uh, he has hot takes right fresh from the oven. It's Nicholas Ruprecht. Ooh, yeah, I've got my mitts on. <laughs> um, Nick, we're in a... Oh, no Gideon again this week. I know. Still in Disneyland? I think... Uh, I'm just kidding. I saw him on Monday <laughs> at the uh, TSS Rovers home opener. Um, did a great job with Michael um, commentating on that game. Another game on Friday, by the way. So if you weren't able to make it out to the first one, their second home game is on Friday. But, Nick, unfortunately, we can't live in USL PDL land. Mm-hmm. Today we have an unorthodox role. We're ditching our reg- regular format mm-hmm. because of all these changes. Yeah. Um, we just literally just finished watching. I'm pretty sure like less than a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> we are busy men with busy schedules. Um, Whitecaps 2, San Jose 2. So we're not previewing anymore. We're going to review and then preview. preview. Yeah. What, thoughts on the game? Just your quick, your hot takes. Uh, it was a very meh game. There was chances, right? There was chances. Which is more than you can say but than other games, right? That's Well, I mean, the last two games we've been... Creating a lot of chances. Yeah. Right? We've also been giving away a lot, a lot of, chances. of chances. This is also true. But which so, would you rather watch is the real question. I would rather watch creating chances. Yeah. That's much more exciting soccer. Yeah. I mean, but then, I mean, usually I play as a defender, so I have no problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're, you're one of those purists that think 0-0 zero, zero is the perfect game. <laughs> the best game. score ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So... We're still trying to gather our thoughts, but let's try and review the game. Okay. Um, you arrived a little bit late, but I watched the first half. It was a like Whitecaps were well on top in that first half. It was some mm. good chances. The midfield seemed like it was working for the first time this season. Felipe actually looked quite good than the first time I think in a Whitecaps uniform. And what was that? He's now leading the Whitecaps in assists or something. Like that? He had five assists. Someone tweeted that out during okay. the game. We haven't a chance to even to verify any of our any of our live stats. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he had four key passes during the game um which really yeah speaks to his influence yeah yeah and i mean he was playing in a more at least deeper role it seems Mm -hmm. oh he finished the game with five key passes five i had to refresh my page Mm -hmm. um yeah felipe looks really good and that first half especially 
Um, he gave he his delivery though from some of the crosses. Yeah, but that's been a theme this season. Yeah, Juarez started in the midfield with him. He actually looks quite good, I think, too. As Apart well. from switching off on the second goal, yeah, he looked really good. There was outrage I know on Twitter about that, but uh, in ge- it was one of the better games that we've seen from from well, Juarez too. Yeah, but going going through it chronologically, that first goal by Christian Tichera. We haven't scored many nice goals this season. From open play? From open no. play. That was probably one that of the best That was a nice ones. ball by Reyna, and then Reyna also getting the second goal. Yeah, yeah. But and think... but Tichera, you know, showing a little bit of composure. Yep. And I think his celebration was more... I'm also just showed my shirt a little off. bit of composure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was a great play. Um, yeah. We, we've talked a lot this season about not having anything down the middle, and that was a really but great... With, with Reyna there, I think... There was a lot of yeah. combination, more combination yeah, yeah. play with the wing. Yeah. He's able to drop deeper, pick up the ball from mm-hmm. the midfield, you know. But yeah. he can also, but he was also playing up, you know, beside Kamara. Yeah, I think in the, it was a 4-4-2 by design mm-hmm. with Reyna kind of dropping in a little bit. Um, kind of floating around. Yeah, Reyna missed a few chances, but we'll get to those in a little bit. In, in total, though, six shots, uh, three on target. One of them really should have been on target in the second half. And he finished the game with uh, 8.8 racing, which I think is one of the best players on the field. He really was a different player today. Oh, and, yeah, we um, yeah, really hope that... That you know, form continues. Because yeah. if the Whitecaps want to get anything going offensively, and, you know, I don't know... I mean, I think there's been some transfer rumors about bringing other people in, but... Yeah, I don't know how... I never know how many of those to believe, though. Yeah, I mean, they're rumors. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> By, by nature. By nature, you yeah. shouldn't believe that. Um, then at the end of the first half, the most white capped thing to happen, dominating the game and mm. letting a goal go in. Yeah. Uh, it was Hosen, was really I think. Their only, uh, yeah, their only chance that... They had one, Ericsson had one header that like was a difficult chance that he did really well to make it only miss by a little mm. bit. But I think, the yeah, they it was just a long ball over the top. Um, and they couldn't deal with it. Well, they the offside trap wasn't really wasn't really working it was well, it was close i thought it was actually offside when i saw it first but, but the referee he, didn't made a good call he had a good run he controlled yeah. his run i mean waston i think it was waston waston played him onside. yeah exactly yeah. dropped back just a little bit enough that he played him onside and he made a fantastic run yeah and roe came out and um hosen finished over oh that was Rowe. that was a pretty nice yeah uh, you know i never really know do you blame the goalkeeper in situations like that when it's one-on-one yeah uh, like coming out if it's at an angle I can understand coming out because mm-hmm. you're making the finish difficult but I, I like if if he just allowed uh, the touch to happen and then like if the, if Roe had allowed Hosen to get a touch in mm-hmm. would he have been in a less advantageous position than if he rushed out well I think my limited experience playing goalkeeper I think I mean if you want to put pressure on the defend on the attacker right because your defenders are coming to help you out mm. and if you can force him to make a mental error yeah that's probably your but he best didn't. bet but <laughs> he didn't in this case and nick, yeah. you're also for those who don't know nick is six foot seven so no one's gonna chip you but uh <laughs> roe is not no roe is definitely not that tall so yeah at the end of that first half it was kind of i don't know a bitter taste in the mouth really um, yeah i mean i was not super happy i was like oh this is gonna end in a draw yeah and boy were you right <laughs> The second half started, and San Jose looked a lot better than the Caps oh, did yeah, they to start came, that game. They came out, and they were looking for the point, the point, all the points. And I mean, yeah. they need all the points. Let's to be fair. let's just delve into their tactical choice. The, the lesser seen five four one. 
Yeah, but I think they watched some of that man, uh, man, not Man United, uh, <laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota United. Small difference. Small difference. Yeah, you know, they watched some of that Minnesota United footage and probably saw, well, they just jam five people. Yeah, and, and like we the... didn't. I felt like that was a problem. Yeah, we didn't get enough. I mean, how many times was Kamara not in the box when a cross came in? That was a big theme in the second half, especially. Or like, the run is late. And you know, I'm, I'm gonna infield. put I'm gonna put this out there and feel free. Whitecaps fans to to disagree with me, but I don't think Kamara offers as much in defense as um, um, Montero did last season. I don't think he defends as well. He wins a lot more uh, like headers. headers, but I don't think he's like Montero would funnel the other team down a, like to, to one direction, yeah. and I don't think Kamara does that as much. I, I, it's something I just noticed uh, during the game. Yeah, so the second half, it, it was kind of a tug of war actually in the second half. I think the Caps kind of wrestled it back but I not mean, but not before San Jose took the lead. Yeah. And imagine how deflating it would have been. That was a nice goal though. I mean Yeah, Lima. He scored against the Caps before as well. Yeah. I mean, he took that very well. But he had acres of space on that uh that right, right side. Right side. Yeah. Um I, mean, I think Davies didn't track back, but it but the problem with that goal was Juarez not tracking the run uh-huh. of I don't think it was Godoy. It was someone who was surging through the midfield. And Juarez just let him breeze by. Mm-hmm. Juarez had a better game, but I don't think... I feel like it was one of Felipe and Juarez's yeah, better games together. Yeah, but that one goal just kind of points out a big yeah. goal in Juarez's game. Like I don't think his effort level is there sometimes. Mm. Maybe it's just because he's getting getting on a little bit. But uh, like I wouldn't imagine Russell Tyrant giving up on that nah, play. No. Right? But then uh, Juarez gave a lot offensively. Like... At, like Got out of a lot of, of the ball. Got out well. of a lot of tricky spots and yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I think the midfield really is a question, especially if we're playing four four two. We were at the game on Friday, and mm. we were we were both pointing at it, out the gaping holes in the midfield against Houston, yeah. right? And they, Houston they, will exploit that. Yeah, Houston overran did. the Whitecaps yeah, in the midfield. They totally. Did. I don't know how it looked on TV, but like that's how it looked in the stadium. Um, yeah, so that was two one San Jose. You could hear the. Disappointment the in the stadium. Yeah, uh. that very distinct BC place <laughs> yeah. groan when the when the Whitecaps when the Whitecaps give up a <laughs> yeah. goal. Yeah, and especially like given the season that they've had, you think, oh, God. oh gosh, this is yeah. not going. And this is going the way you know. Da- Davies not playing on the right, playing in the <laughs> left and down the middle. <laughs> actually, yeah, he tucked in a lot. Yeah, he was tucking in a lot, and I don't think that to was the, actually to the point we had no left winger at all. Yeah, exactly. He was and getting crowded out a lot, though, it was Davies. He, but, like, that's not a place for him to be because he's not from the shooting that went on from mm. Davies today. You could see. Well, that. I think it could have had something to do with the fact that De Jong was having one of his best games. So, yeah, I, I really. Was De Jong was fantastic. Offensively, he had like three or four shots, probably. All of them were. Well, one of them was a little bit off, but most of them were quite close. Just something we haven't seen from De Jong before. Yeah, I liked it. I liked seeing him get further forward. But then, at the same time, I guess when he's getting further forward, that forces Davies to go a little bit more. That's in. what that's what I was gonna say. Right. Like giving De Jong the license to overlap, which is something apparently they've been working on in in training a lot. Maybe that was part of the thinking. But Davies' but then, touches weren't good enough to exploit that exploit central that. area. But like here, the the problem I guess I have with De Jong. I mean, yes, they're playing five at the back, so maybe there's there's less numbers per se but there's the still four in the exploit. midfield there's still four That's in true. the midfield and, and they had and Vaco was doing a really good job getting forward yeah, yeah. and supporting Goosen yeah giving him nice passes but I think 
I mean, I would have preferred Davies to flare out wide. And I mean, if they have three center backs, yeah, the more you can pull those center backs out, the more space there's going to be. But if Kamara out. isn't going to be in there in the first place, yeah, that's true. Problem. True, right? And De Jong was crossing from deep. Also, it wasn't byline crosses, mm-hmm. so De Jong just had to get into position. And you know, the, it, maybe it speaks something to what um, San Jose were allowing De Jong to do in the fact that Young had so many shots, right? Mm-hmm. Did that mean that they were just giving him room and he decided, oh, I'm going to have a popper? If you're going to let people... I mean, if you have a choice between letting Davies have a shot or Kamara have a shot and De Jong have a shot, yeah. I'd let De Jong have a shot. Like, whatever, he's a defender. <laughs> his shots, like, his his shots look better. Shots, but his, his shots look good. But yeah. he's taking shots from how far outside of the box? It was at least 10 yards outside. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, how, how many of those are going to be high yeah. percentage chances? The theme for the rest of the game for the Caps who... I had pretty good control of the rest of the game was chances and only converting one of them. Yeah. So there was the Kamara chance that he first he had a couple that he, had, he what the first one he just completely missed the header. This the there was another one where he knocked it into, it into the, the ground, ground and it was close. Yeah. It was close. Then there was Reina's uh, breakaway goal after he scored. His yeah. goal was quite nice, but he got a lucky deflection. Yes, okay. that's true. And that most of these chances bad. came from deep crosses from De Jong. That's well, except I think the Reina one came from a little bit of pressing, yeah, yeah, high yeah. up the field. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, you're right. The chances being generated were from Dion, which um, brings up your point. I think it was last week that you made that we're such a crossy team now. We're yeah, so cross I mean, The first goal came from a through. Why back. do you think? Yeah, I know. So that's a good thing. I mean, that shows that there's all and and then the next goal as well from from Reina. Yeah, well, that was like you said, I mean, that was pressing. pressing. Yeah. I which mean, isn't something the Caps do on a regular basis. basis really. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're trying but to find... The some... finishing The finishing was atrocious. The finishing... Oh, yeah. But then the finishing in... Like, Reyna's, the... Reyna's one where he blazed it over the bar from when he could have... Yeah. Davies' finishing was also awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, well, Brekshay didn't really get in... But but Brekshay, when he beat that man and just chipped it... Chipped it. 10 yeah. yards. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was not good. Yeah. Um, and Brekshay's hair. We have to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's his hair. <laughs> I mean, I think he was trying to channel Bolaños with the headscarf. Oh, maybe. You yeah. know? Yeah. A little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. So, just some final thoughts. Like, I, the Caps should have won that game. They had enough chances they, to win that game. That was a... Honestly, that, that was a game that they should have won because a, a, there was a lot of chances. And also, you need to beat teams like this if you want yeah. to be a playoff yeah. team. Because San Jose is struggling. They're third from the bottom in the West. And and if you can't yeah. beat San Jose at home, yeah, you're going to have a hard time getting into the playoffs. Like, the Houston game, fair enough. Like, Houston that's a that's a draw. Team. Yeah. But this game is a is a two points lost, not one point yeah, game. Yeah, that is definitely two points we've dropped. Yeah. And then that's two points for every other team, essentially, as well. Yeah, it's an in-conference game. You can't... Uh, those, it's really They're important. worth a lot more, especially um, when you're looking for a playoff spot in this conference. That moves the Caps up to fourth, but they have three games in hand on the team in fifth, who are the Timbers. They have either one or two or three games in hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other teams have one or two or three games in hand uh, to the White Caps because the Caps have played so many games. You can't help but feel that the Caps are just going to slowly slip down the rankings because yeah. other teams are going to make up that ground right yeah i i have a feeling well especially if you know if other teams can if the better teams in the conference can 
beat the teams like, you know, the struggling teams right now, like San Jose and Seattle, then obviously, yeah, of course, these are drop points for us. We're not going to yeah. be able to get anywhere. And then we're going to be fighting an uphill battle because who is left to get the points off of? Well, the better teams. Yeah. You're just making yeah. it much harder on yourself. I th- yeah, I think this run of form is going to come back to bite us in a big way. Yeah, we had one question because we sent a very late um, call for questions. It has to do with all the Whitecaps misses in that game we just watched. Um, under the rules of Gaelic football, how many points do the Caps score with all those shots over the bar? For those who don't know, in Gaelic football, it's a soccer goal, but with like rugby posts coming up. Mm-hmm. And if you if you score a goal, it's worth three points, and a point is when you hit it over the bar. Mm-hmm. So you can score like American football, but it's yeah. a one to three conversion. And I actually calculated that the Caps would have had one and a third goals if, <laughs> if we played by uh, Gaelic football rules. Um, yeah, thank you, JYRK1, KI21, for that question. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best, one of my favorite questions, I think, so far. You love your Gaelic football. It's great. It's like rugby and soccer all in one. <laughs> and the season's starting. Come on, Cork. Um, anyway, so, well, last thing we'll do for that game we just watched against San Jose Man of the Match, Nick. Man of the Match, uh, for me, I would actually say Reyna. I okay. Think he, for from the white cap side, he definitely deserved it. He got an assist and he got a goal. Yeah. And he was consistently dangerous going forward. And that's something that we've been missing yeah. for a lot. And hopefully he's got his mind uh in the right place. Yeah. His celebration seemed to forward. be kind of symbolic that he was kind of ri- ridding himself of that bad chi or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to go with De Jong. I just really think his all-around contribution, he, like not just the fact that he was offensively productive, but a lot of plays he would like counterattacking plays. He was just nipping in the bud mm-hmm. before they really, they uh, really even, took off. Even involved in that set piece where he kind of swerved it a bit too much, maybe. Yeah, the short short free kick. Yeah. Well, I I like that because you know the normal free the normal set pieces were not working. Yeah. So you might as well try something a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you've heard what we've had to say. Probably as we speak right now, our AFTN elves are getting the audio from the. Uh, from the coaches. Yeah. So for your benefit, listener, please uh, stay tuned and we'll hear from both coaches right now. Um, so coach, you had a, a tough start to the season, but that's four points now in, in two road games. What do you put this turnaround down to? Is this what this team's been capable of the, the whole time? It's just taken a while to show it? Well, in general, I think there's a fine line between winning and losing. And uh, of course, uh, we came out uh, really poor this season for sure. Uh, really important uh, victory in Minnesota last weekend. And uh, of course, a really important uh, important point today. So, no, I think we. Um, we deserve better, uh, but we, we have to still improve. But I think we are now way on the, on the right track. Are you confident this can now kickstart your season? Of course, no, of course. Now we are, we are four points in uh, of, of six. So that's good. So let's let's win DC now. So with the decision to rep, to put Wando on the bench again, was that largely based on what happened in the last game, uh, where you came off where you came off the bench and what? No, for me, um, it's always it's always uh, hard to to, um, um, to put uh, the captain uh, on the on the bench. But uh, the most important thing is to to um, 
to organize the team in, in, in the best way. And for the moment, now we're two games in a row, then you'll be used to one like a sub. There's a new game on Saturday. So, what about the fact that you, you know, you, you came, overcame the deficit and then you had the lead? So, how do you feel about the fact, you know, that you overcame that deficit, but then you, you allowed them to come back? Oh, I think we, we must be humble uh, at this point, and uh, we we uh, it's a okay result two two over. How how have you found the adjustment to MLS? You've had a couple of months now in the league. What's the biggest differences you found from Europe? Um, every game is so even. Uh, open games. Uh, the last uh, ten minutes in every game is the. Um, like it's like a battle, right? So you know that's uh, so it's really open until the, the, the very last second. That's the that's the that's the, that's the bigger thing. Deja vu, I think, wasn't it? Um, there was lots of good stuff. Uh, there was too many individual errors which led to goals, lack of concentration uh, when we were in control of a game, um, like Friday nights and. When you do that and you get punished, it uh, it stings and it hurts. Uh, I think that was a, a case of that again tonight. Um, but we continue to create chances, we just didn't take them. Is that? I mean, I guess we're kind of found like a broken record. Is that a concern, though? You just game another game when you have control and you come away with two points. Yeah, points. Listen, a point. I'm glad you said it because I sound like a broken record. Um, does it concern me? Yes. Um, am I worried? No, because we just got to continue to do that and hopefully. We'll get a little bit of luck along the way. We talk about Kai today, he had two or three good headers, which nine times out of ten he scores, uh, and he didn't. He already could have got three goals. There's lots of good stuff, uh, but obviously we conceded two bad goals, which is more worrying for me. Uh, you talked about Jordi Reina there. Is that like something that is really going to help you guys down the road, seeing him improve and play the way he played last year? Well, seeing the way he played today will help us yeah. because I thought he was terrific in his performance. I thought he looked lively, he looked sharp. And he, he was in attacking areas, which getting shots off or creating chances. So lots of positive stuff from Yord. Uh, could have got three goals on another day, as I said. But, you know, that's what we need. We need Yordi to come up big for us at certain moments. You know, I think just before he come off, he had a key chance. We're one-on-one with the keeper and the keeper pulled off a good save. Carl, you got another game on Saturday. How much squad rotation do you see going in with these games coming fast and furious? Well, there'll be, there'll be a little bit because a few boys banged up. Um, some dealing with cramp towards the end of the game, and and they put a tremendous amount of work in today. The two, you know, a couple of boys have played two games in four or five days. Um, so I'll give one or two of them a break. That I've got freshness in the squad. Some of the young legs want to play. Uh, they will get the opportunity to play. But there'll be some changes. I won't tinker with eight or nine changes, but there'll be a couple. How difficult is that turnaround? Like flight. You're going to play in Dallas. I think it could be 37 degrees. How, how much of a challenge is this? Uh, yeah, it's challenging. But you've got to deal with it, you've got to accept it, and you've got to embrace it, and we will. That's why I'll put some freshness in the team. We know it's going to be difficult. It always is going down to Dallas. They're a good team. Um, so are we. You know, we need to take our chances when they come along. And we need to switch on at the back as well, because as a, I'm a big advocate of you defend from the front and you attack from the back. And at the moment, we're getting caught a little bit with some details in certain areas. Are you, are you at least, again, satisfied that... For the second night, second game, although it wasn't as dramatic as last Friday, yeah. you still came back from a goal down and, and, managed yeah. to, and managed to get out of here with a point. Yes, because it's a good trait to have uh, character in your team. We, got, we certainly got that. You know, what we need to uh, try and instill in the team is, is a little bit of the quality. 
and that comes from training, training hard every day and training properly on certain areas which you're not quite comfortable at. And at the moment, we need to go back to the drawing board on, on our finishing because we're, we're not hitting the target enough. You know, sometimes goalkeepers have worldy evenings. You know, and I think today, five or six key chances where we didn't hit the target. If we hit the target half of them, I think we're sitting here with three points, uh, but we didn't. So that's the, the worrying thing. Um, but it's also a positive as well because we are creating, but we just need to start hitting the target. Hi, I'm Carl Robinson. Uh, you're listening to the AFTN podcast. Welcome back to episode 268 of the AFTN podcast. Nick and I have just shed tears over the 2-2 draw against San Jose. I feel, yeah, Vancouver becoming draw city. Yeah, (laughs) draw city, DC. (laughs) Um, Yeah, okay, now we're back to our regular featured programming. We're going to make it uh, an expedited version as well. Dallas. They have bounced back this year. They have. I'm scared of this game. I'm not going to lie, Nick. Yeah. It's away in in uh, in Texas this Saturday afternoon. That's a why is MLS scheduling? It's supposed to be. Games? It's supposed to be 37 degrees at kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. That's oh not a joke. Gosh. That's an actual thing. Oh my god. Yeah. That um, is. Yeah, that's going to be difficult. So we just had a midweek game, Nick. Mm-hmm. It, would it be? Do we go with the same team again? Like it's not that. It's not a good idea. I think. Oh, uh, especially considering the weather. Yeah, if it's going to be travel. thirty-seven degrees. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I could see there being um, a fair bit of squad rotation. I think maybe some of the players might play again. You know, yeah. at least maybe for sixty minutes or something. Yeah. Part of a game. Plan. But the heat, the heat will play like a big, big factor. Yeah, I, I think there's some players that deserve a chance too, right? Like, mm-hmm. where the hell has Jake Nowinski been? It's been a big question. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, don't, I mean, Sean Franklin has been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually think there's been a couple games where he's not been as great. This last game, he didn't stand out as no. much, I think. But uh, I think Nowinski deserves a chance to play. Maybe... Levis as well. Levis, yeah. But he... You're, we're managing his time, right? That's a different kind of an issue. Mm. Um long-term injury right but he hasn't yeah. he hasn't looked bad in any game that he's played so far yeah. so i could definitely see uh those the fullbacks switching out yeah who who are we spurs or something switching fullbacks on a regular basis yeah, yeah tactically though this approach is going to be a little bit different like sent in the central positions dallas have scary scary talent oh, mario diaz the the Perhaps, perhaps one of the greatest playmakers in the MLS right now. Yeah, I could. I mean, I last game, what did he get? Three assists. Something like that. He assisted uh, on yeah, all three goals. three assists from the attacking midfield position in a four two three one. Um, Rusi up front, formerly of uh, Portland Timbers, uh, got one goal. Uh, Lama on the left got the other two. He, he's quite the speedster. Yeah, uh, like that might be a good reason to start Nowinski too, actually, because. Lamar's speed, like Franklin doesn't have the speed that no. Nerwinski has, and tracking back is one of Nerwinski's great, great strengths. But Mauro Diaz is gonna be it's gonna be very, very concerning to to like see how we counter that that constant threat of of playmaking. Right? Well, what about this? What about say Tybert man marking him? Yeah, could be. Or even Gazal 
sitting in front of the space that Diaz would pick Just up the ball. Just compress the space yeah. that he can have. Do you think it's going to be a 4-4-2 again? I don't think so. No, I don't think it's going to be a 4-4-2. 4-1-4-1 or 4-2-3-1? I would think a 4-2-3-1. Okay. I would like to see the more defensive midfield, especially because that way we can have more pressure on on. Diaz, because yeah. I imagine Diaz would be playing there. But I, I, I can't get help but get that feeling that if we focus too much on Diaz, we'll forget about someone else and just let them run right. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's a choice of pick your poison. I mean, who would you want on the ball, really? Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. I would rather not have Mauro Diaz on yeah, the ball if true. space and time. Because if you give him space and time, yeah. he will burn you. Yeah. Right. Whereas maybe with Lamar, maybe you know he's not the greatest necessarily playmaker. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure, he'll run at goal and. But his speed is just like we saw today how the the Caps backline can be exposed. I know we're gonna play more defensive away from oh, yeah. home, but I don't know. It's just I think especially in the form that that Dallas are in, this is a very tall order for the White Caps. I think so. Um, I think if you get a point out of this game. Oh, definitely. That would be if, fantastic. What, did we not have a point in Dallas until last season or something like that? Or in Texas. In Texas. Something like that. Or never had a win in Texas. Some some weird stat yeah. like that. It's the heat, man. We're, we're just so... I'm 37 west, degrees. We're so west coast. We're used to the cool... <laughs> beach, beach vibes. You know, the rain. You know, we can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been almost 37 degrees these last few days here. Um, I think it was 32 the other day or something. It was hot. Their midfield is pretty stacked, stacked as well. Yeah, uh, Grezo, I'm butchering that name, but he's a strong midfielder as well. Their back lane, uh, Ziegler is suspended for this game, thankfully. Mm. He got sent off last match. Um, they still have Hedges, still yeah, knocking fantastic. around. Their fullbacks, right back is Cannon, uh, left back is Nedialkov. I uh, really hope he doesn't start, because then I'm going to have to say his name a whole bunch more. Um, yeah, they are just a solid team. I think they're in that new model, like Oscar Pereira has built this team in that new MLS image of just having a lot more are threats. We, what MLS are we in? 3. We are 0? like we're two versions Three. behind. <laughs> we're in desperate need of a firmware update. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, he, I am scared. He's done of this a team. fantastic job coaching them, and the, despite that weird them, dip last year. I mean, the weird dip might be just. Just, you know, sometimes there's a... I mean, they got rid of Kellen... Or not a Kellen Acosta. They got rid of Castillo. Yeah. That year, that right? Castillo. And yeah. that could have been part of the reason is they're, you know, trying to search for a replacement and everybody... I mean, they were coming off a Supporter Shield and U.S. Open Cup win. Mm. And maybe they were just gassed from... Could be, yeah. All the games, you know, and, and maybe they just got a little too comfortable in their positions. Mm-hmm. Because they've, you know, pretty much they did a double. Yeah, is... and it, historically a very tough team for the Caps to play as well. Mm-hmm. I think remember that goal that they scored from halfway on David Ustad. Or <laughs> just I think I can't think of like a positive result in 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 Dallas and, or in and that the context. whole playoff shenanigans yeah. as well. Yeah, it's just I I there's teams that you face and you just feel uncomfortable facing them, and mm-hmm. that's that's what this team is for me. I think. Like, Arusi um, has really revived his career since moving from Portland as Oh, well. yeah. And he's fit in very well there. Yeah, yeah. Um, in in Portland, it never seemed like he could find the necessary service. Yeah, they. I think their style of play didn't really suit him I mean, yet, going forward. Yeah, they were looking more for the Fernando Addy type character. Yeah, that they who got. also is not playing well at Arusi. Yeah. 
I watched the uh, Seattle-Portland game, and it was great because I knew one of them had to lose, and they were both on bad form. But Portland have, uh, Portland have really turned it around. I'm not looking forward to playing them either. I'm just such a pessimistic fan, Nick. Then who are you looking forward to playing? This, the, this past game against San Jose was on my list, but look how it turned out. 2-2. Yeah. <laughs> The thing is, I think we, you're trying, we're trying to, we're almost a third of the way, we're definitely a third of the way. We're past the third of the way through the season, and you're starting to see where this team really belongs. And I don't like it. And there's a lot of gaps. Yeah. I mean, there's no playmaker, but maybe Reyna can start filling that role. That's the one big positive that we can draw on. Mm -hmm. Um, But bearing in mind the fact that we both think there might be rotation I just think this isn't the game that we do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. Mosquito would be a great player to play in this game. Mosquito? What about Mosquito and Blondell together? Yeah, yeah. It depends on the formation, though, as well, that mm-hmm. we go with. Because, like, a player like Hurtado could play as well. Yeah. Like, you just go young, right? Go young and Speedy. give it a go. Do what do what San Jose did today. Mm-hmm. And, like, give some players a chance. And, you know, well, actually, they played a pretty good lineup, to be yeah. fair. But uh, I think just the rotation... We shouldn't get our hopes up because the rotation will mean that the style will deviate a little bit. Mm. Um, but I, I, I think there's a couple of nailed on people. Like I think Gazal will start this game probably. Blundell pro- maybe. Blundell I, just keeps getting tough matches too, though. Yeah, but look what he. I think he played really well against the Dynamo. Yeah. A couple weeks back. Wait, the one last week or the week? The, the one week? last week. Okay. I mean, I think he played. He quite lost well. the ball quite a bit, but. He, he defended well. He defended well, and I think that might be something that you want. And if you're going to play, I mean, it also gives the... And he played very well. I thought he played very well with Kamara. Like, he was getting... Gazal? Uh, not Gazal. Um, I thought Blondell played very well yeah, with Kamara. But you don't want to go to Dallas on a day that's 37 degrees and play a 4-4-2. The midfield, the midfield yeah. gets run ragged in BC, and, let alone yeah, in, I know. in Texas. Yeah. I think it's four one four one is going to be the way to go. I I think I think the I could see the four one four one, and then just sitting really deep. But mm-hmm. I would also also be okay with a four two three one. Either and way, as a game plan, what would you go for? I would definitely just sit back, try to use any space on the wings, mm-hmm. set piece then, and try to do set. Basically, go back to what the Caps were. You know, this is how you can win. Choke. I think we really need to choke the midfield. I think if you can yeah. choke the service to Mario Diaz, you'll get, have a much higher chance of getting out of there alive. But, okay. Now, this is something we can get into. To choke the midfield, Robbo has shown that he uses three people to do it, okay? Mm-hmm. So if we think back to, like, the Pedro Morales days, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, pe- like, Pedro Morales would sit in one of those more attacking roles, and if he did close down, it was just to sandwich a player in possession, right? Mm-hmm. And drive them into, like, Matthias Laba or mm-hmm. Russell Tybert or who else do we have back then in midfield? Kofi. Kofi, like, do that kind of thing. Or, and then the, win- the wingers would kind of, would, uh, I'm doing hand gestures on a podcast, or <laughs> would, would tuck in and kind of compress that space, right? The team has moved on so much from that. I don't think in a positive way either. I don't think we have the capability to do a midfield trap. Mm. We saw a fullback trap against, uh, against Houston. Where when the fullback got the ball, the forward would push them outside and the winger yeah. would push in. And in a smaller extent in the later stages of the game against San Jose as well. But there will be very little pressing in this game against because Dallas. Because of the weather. Because of the weather. 
because of the rotation, I think the player roles are going to be less defined. Mm. And it's just going to be kind of throw some paint at the wall and see what sticks. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would prefer maybe but then if there is squad rotation maybe during they've been able to use this extra time to prepare something yeah and these players will have points to prove yeah exactly i mean like i feel like especially if you play tybert i mean i feel like he played great at the beginning of the season you think it's like a i've been unjustly dropped kind of i feel i feel a little bit that he's been unjustly dropped yeah i I think we're trying to accommodate warriors too much if i'm i I, i've had this opinion for a while like Play the players on form. Tybert's on form. I would it was play. Was on form. It was no, on form. Yeah, you never know. That's the thing. For right? So long. Yeah. Like, does form even matter now? Do we play? Do we play Breck Shea in his hometown? No, or his home county? He only came on. I didn't really. If he cuts his hair, I'd be all for him starting. <laughs> <laughs> Cut your. Get rid of your sideburns. Yeah, it uh, would be like <laughs> Shea and Levis on the left side. Shea and Levis on the left side. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It, it, there's some yeah. some good work there. If Shea tracks back, Ibini maybe. Yeah, I could see him getting a start. Yeah, like we're just talking as if it's going to be full on rotation. Yeah, I I would prefer to see Blondell up top. Yeah, that would be nice. But Hurtado to feature at some point for sure. Yeah, I think maybe he comes on as a sub. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's let's uh we'll finish up because this is a speedy speedy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll move the all the predictions from last time. We'll move them to next week because this week has been a bit weird. Yeah. Let's try and agree on a lineup. Okay. Um, Rowe probably still in goal because Marinovic is still recovering from his injury. Yes. I will also like to point out, I think his distribution has actually been quite good. Yeah? I think his long It's not Marinovic's strong point either, but his shot stopping is definitely not as good as Marinovic, mm-hmm. I think. That's true. A good, like a good pickup, I think. Yeah. I would have liked, maybe Melvin could start this game. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, that, that, that would be a big... Be a, a good a big PR Mod, win for the Whitecaps. In a sense, to yeah. him as well. I think Nerwinski, Mond, Aha, Levis? Yeah, I, I would be okay with that. But, I would, I or would. we don't have Henry anymore. And no. Fittis is on loan. Yeah. Or Franklin, keep playing? He's, he's getting kind of old. Well, but I Nerwinski deserves played, a chance. I think A, Nerwinski deserves a chance, and B, he played this game. Yeah. So yeah. I don't see... And I don't see your fullbacks as... People. I don't think that he has. Did you say I don't see those fullbacks as people? I don't see fullbacks as people. That's a human rights violation. <laughs> fullbacks are not really people. They're kind of just machines. Machines who run up and down. And we ask them to overlap repeatedly. Yeah. I think it would be a good game for Mont to have a go. And Waston or Aha, I don't mind. But you do have to Waston manage Waston's minutes ahead of the World Cup. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I think as well. Like you got to give. Mond a chance. Yep. It would have been nice if we had a little bit more center back depth, I think. Well, Henry's on loan to uh, Ottawa right now. Mm. Um, I think that he's coming back soon just to fill in for Waston when he goes to the World Cup. Well, we're going to need it. Yeah, we will. And Costa- you know Costa Rica are getting out of the group stage, so it's going to be a long time. Yeah. Um, Gazal, Tybert in the midfield seems I, like a good idea. Just I a full switch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ibini, Mosquita, and Shea. Yeah, I, I think that's a good front i mean i'm not Just too sure rotation. about mosquito i've never been super thrilled with him in the central attacking role. midfield role yeah but when I he mean, was a second striker he was bit. he's good as a second striker and he's quite good as being like more of an advanced destroyer i feel than anything yeah if we're doing a high press he's like the perfect player but we just but never, we're probably not going to do but a we, high and press we never do a high press. Like maybe so, like a few weeks ago we did once but it's not going to be a regular theme in Robbo's tactics yeah. 
Yeah. By the way, I met Robbo at mm. the TSS Rovers game. Oh. Very nice man. First Very name nice. basis now? Uh, I called him Carl as I said goodbye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I, like, I'm always a little starstruck. The first time I met Jay Demerit too, he, mm-hmm. I was doing the stats in the Rovers game and he came into the, the uh, booth and I just, I was jo- my jaw dropped. Look at how yeah. many famous people you can meet at this. It's true. And then Robbo, too. I was, I, was a little bit, I was a little bit nervous going to talk to him. But he was really nice. He t- told me about uh, his thoughts on early in the season. And mm-hmm. it was all off the record, so I can't say it on the podcast. And, and we're, we're close now, you know. Yeah, we talked for, you don't want to burn your we talked contact. For, we talked for three and a half minutes. So, like, we're, we're basically... He knows your friends. whole life story. Exactly. He, doesn't even, he probably doesn't even remember my name. It's fine. He's like, John? <laughs> John, that's my brother. Yeah. Um, okay, and up front is the last position. Hurtado or Blundell, I'd be okay I, with. I would go with Blundell. Yeah. I think Blundell deserves it. And I mean, yeah, Hurtado. Maybe bring Hurtado on to close yeah. the game out. Um, just give me a binary answer for this, okay? Mm-hmm. Is this a throwaway game? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not what we want to hear. Unfortunately, but, yes. But I hey, so like. many teams have gotten results... By fielding throwaway teams against the Caps too, right? So yeah, but the cap, but the Caps have this almost notorious yeah. uh, attitude. It's true having that happen to them. Yeah, I don't know if it's a mentality thing or yeah. Could I be. think well, I I think obviously some part of it is okay. a mentality thing because this is a uh, shortened episode mm-hmm. and we've not followed our usual format. Mm-hmm. There's not even a do you know who I am this I week. I know, um, <laughs> and Gideon's not here. I know, so it's the perfect storm uh we'll do one big prediction each so i'm talking grandiose prediction like mm. not your waston yellow card easy point <laughs> we want something Three big points. for this what big you got for this what do i have for this we're coming up with this on the spot usually we're nice we have notes and all okay. that kind of stuff but this is all on, on um, the spot. a big prediction i think that uh who hasn't scored? <laughs> a I'm lot of players think, haven't scored. I'm trying, think, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm coming up with one too. I think um, Mauro Diaz will get a hat trick. Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big one. You know it could happen. It could happen though. Yeah. That one is something that could definitely happen. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Tybert gets a goal. Oh, last goal was against LA when he got a double. I, I think. I think he hasn't scored in a long time. Yeah. That's all I know. That was back when he used to be a winger. Winger, yeah. I weird. would say, you know what? That's a very long shot statistic. But Could be. I mean, I'd love to Whitecaps see getting a goal would be big enough. Hey, we got two goals from open play. <laughs> yeah. So and hey, Two four-goal games in a row. Two, And then we got another two goals from set-pieces yeah. in the previous yeah. game. So maybe our set-piece worries are drifting away. Yeah. Well, that's our very quick... Review preview, our first ever review preview. <laughs> We're not used to this. It's not, it's not our usual game. It's like playing uh, uh, Shea Salinas at fullback or um, who was it? Andrew Wenger at right back, right? Yeah. It's, we're out of position. We're out of you know? position. Yeah. Out of um, position here. I think we did an okay job. I think we did. Hopefully, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find yeah. out from the Twitter sphere. Ho- hopefully, Gideon can come back and restore some order. Some restore some justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some balance from the force. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Thank you for listening. Please get in touch if you have any any comments, any questions, any feedback. We're always glad to hear your questions. We try and um, send out the request for questions in a timely manner, but ob- for obvious reasons today, we were not able to do that. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Try and think of the positives like we do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, rotation, ro- rotation. Younger people yeah. probably getting yeah. some chances. Yeah, some sun sunbathing possi- possibilities mm-hmm. for. Some I got people. a I got a tan over the weekend. Yes. Me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our bachelor party last week at the Whitecaps game was a Toxic success. Permission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really fun, and the Whitecaps uh, staff are really accommodating for us. They uh, got things printed and put on our seats, and our friend had a great time, which was the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he remembers much of the rest of the weekend, but that, that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for listening to episode 268 of the AFTM podcast. I'm Joe DC. You can find me at CheesyDeezy. Uh, Nick, you can find him at SpaceAgeRobot56. Yeah. Cool. Can't believe I remember that. Yeah. Um, we are very receptive to comments, and mm-hmm. we only like positive feedback. What? Really? (laughs) I live in a confirmation bias. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the game. When you're listening in some far-flung corner of the globe to the world service of a Saturday afternoon, frankly reception, interference, cosy, marvellous. Somehow comforting, isn't it? You know, legendary names, fathers and sons on the terraces, cheesy peas at half-time, pipe for dad, mum's at home making the tea. Oh... Everything's all right with the world, isn't it? Saturday afternoon is football. Hmm?